Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Today's episode is all about dealing with the unexpected. Here are your hosts, Brad and Christy. Hello, Brad. Hey, Christy. Welcome back. Welcome back. And to our podcast family, welcome back to you guys as well. Yes. We're excited to be here with you again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just about to cough there. And um, <laughs> Into the microphone. Man, we're excited about this new week and uh, all that is in store for you guys. There's some great things happening in our life and uh, it is summertime. And yet it is still raining. I'm having a difficult time because I'm the only one having to get up early in my house now. And Everybody. I'm loving it. I have to have coffee by myself. Poor man. Man, just me and Jesus. He did pour me coffee this morning. And she when didn't I take the bait. did wake up, I was like, oh, she there's did not, coffee here. It was stone she cold. She did not <laughs> take the bait. Coffee by myself, me and the Lord. Yeah, so that's the summer. Everybody's sleeping late. Congratulations to all you moms and dads out there that have made it. Good job on enduring an interesting school year. Yes, it has been that. That we're going to talk about that in a little while. I know, and our uh, so. absolutely. We, that's actually our topic for today. We want to deal with the unexpected and how to how to be victorious when things are going the direct opposite of what you think. Until then, things are more the same on the farm. More this week same. marks another three inches of rain. So, in ten days, we've had nine inches. So. It's crazy. It's not much happening there besides a little um, treading through water and mud. A lot of mud. Not a little treading through mud. A lot of mud. It's reached that point now where it's just saturation everywhere. But I will tell you those crepe myrtles are looking good. Crepe myrtles look great, but everything else just looks soggy. Sad. Sad and soggy. But um, update on the bird. He's still there. He's still going into the window. Um, a new window. Did something at the front of the house. A different and window. I was like, okay, we took care of this. Uh, it quit. And then literally like five minutes later, he started on the back window. I just chuckled this morning, though, because you, you've been out of town a few days with your family. And um, okay. when she come back this morning sleeping late, not enjoying the okay. coffee I brought her. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And all of a sudden, I heard, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, there you go, Christy. Welcome home. I was so mad at that dumb bird, and he, when I got him to quit on one window, he just moved around to the back, same Absolutely. room, and started hitting all over again. How did you get him to stop on the other I, window? I, like, shut the curtains really fast, and it scared him, I think. Like, I shook the curtains and just shut them real fast, out of, more out of, like, anger than out of anything, because this bird is waking me up. And, okay, just, just FYI on the, oh, poor Brad, he woke up. He was up, I mean, you, he makes it sound like I'm sleeping in till like 10 o'clock in the morning. He was, he was at the church, he was at, he was at work this morning before seven, which means he had to leave my house at like 645. So it's not like I'm sleeping in till noon every day, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Yet. like this Yet. whole she thing. Was, prep. This whole thing was like it's the first day early. Like the sun wasn't really even sure it was working yet. All right, I know y'all gonna be piling on on our on our uh, Instagram, Facebook page. Tell me I'm a bad person because like, I'm waking Christy up. Early? How early is early in this family? Yeah. We've had many of these conversations because early to Brad, early to me is anything before like eight. I don't know. 
So I have this uh, little. Early to Brad is like six. I have this little joke, though, that I found, and I'm, I'm going to share it when the twins come home um, next week from college. Because they did finish. Update on them. They finished strong. I asked them how they finished their day last night, and they were like, we finished the junior year. So praise the Lord. Happy was like, but, it doesn't uh, even matter how we did it. We just, we just did it. I, I have this little, it was done. I have this little joke, and it says, if you love someone, let them nap. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Even so we may share nodding, it with you. He's not Leave them alone. Thank you, right? So anyway, that's what's going on in our life right now. We are not sleeping late. We are sleeping later than we do on school days. Absolutely. So podcast update. Uh, we do not have numbers for you because we actually are cutting this podcast a couple of days early um, because we are leaving town for family vacation. We are heading out. And so we do not have the new numbers from the last week, but uh, also uh, the same thing with our giveaway. So go ahead and like, share, and comment, and we will let you know soon who will be the victor. The victor. The victor of one of our favorite restaurants. Yes. And some of our favorite coffee. Love our coffee. So help us get the word out. Thank and you for what you're doing. Eat. That's a good giveaway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's who we are. It's who we are. So um, with that being said, though, Christy, let's jump right into our topic for the day, dealing with the unexpected. Okay, so the unexpected, we, um, right before we started this podcast, I found out a friend of ours got Teacher of the Week. Teacher of the month, my bad. Yes. Teacher of the month, Caroline. Caroline got teacher. Oh. Caroline got teacher. Come on, Aaron, help us out there. Clapboard, hey, dude. Man, you're slacking over there. Come on, <laughs> I didn't think I would actually ever use this thing. <laughs> Way to go, Caroline. Caroline. We're clapping for you. Yay. And so um, we, I was, we were talking about Caroline got teacher of the month, and we were happy for Caroline and. In my mind, I'm thinking, and what a year, what a month to finish off, what a year. It's just been so crazy. This is a crazy year. As a, um, I, I was a public school teacher in the past, and any year is different. Any year is unique, but 2020 to 2021 was the craziest one. Okay, you started back with very strict mass protocols. The kids couldn't, like, their stuff had to sit for 48 hours before anyone could touch it. They had to have, um, and they still do or did to the very end, have to have masks on constantly at school. They couldn't eat in the cafeteria. They couldn't leave their desk. They had these little shields up to keep them from, like, I don't even know, touching each other. I'm not Seeing sure what other. those were for. Um, and then, of course, as the year went on, it got a little bit more relaxed, and they did get to go to the cafeteria, and our, our kids did get to use their cafeteria, which our children finished, they left, they transitioned from private school, where they, our particular private school, they ate lunch in their classrooms every day. And one of the biggest things moving to public school for our third grader was she wanted to eat in the cafeteria. Go figure. That was our thing. Like you, you hear if you grow up in a private, never experienced that. If you grow up in a public school, which Brad and I both grew up in public schools, the cafeteria is not the highlight of your day. But that's what Ella wanted to do. So she's all excited. This is one of the new things she's going to get to do with this public school. She gets to public school and they're under pandemic protocol, and she cannot leave her classroom to eat lunch. So she's like just upset from the very beginning. Her so we thing. started out that way the year with all these strict requirements and then becoming a little more lax. And we ended up the year with me checking them out of school and Ella coming and saying, hey, Dad, you got to sign this paper right here. And so I'm at the desk, just signed it, handed it to the lady who 
is the gatekeeper for the school who I'm just saying those ladies are phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, I handed it back to her. She said, you didn't even read that. And I'm like, if my greatest concern today is worrying about you ladies in this office, I don't have any. And so she just chuckled <laughs> right. and, and I said, I trust you completely. So we ended up that way. Like, woohoo, let's roll. Of course, the school could now in our house. For yeah, probably. We, so. we don't really know. But dealing with the unexpected well, is crazy. Could. And but those teachers have done amazing jobs amazing. of dealing with it because they had so many things that going from one school year to the next, first they got out and they didn't get to end their school year. And so their kids were kind of all tossed in the air and they hadn't seen them in three months or whatever. Then they went back to school. Half of them were virtual. Half of them were in class. And then the first nine, nine weeks ended and some of the virtual ones came back. Some of them would end up being virtual all throughout the year. So the teachers had to learn so many new different things, and they had to do online classes. They had to do online preparation. They had to make sure all of their classwork was sent home online for their virtual students, but at the same time, they had to have it in person and on paper for their in-class students, and it was just a crazy year, and just... We gave a shout out to Caroline, but all of shout the teachers, out to all the teachers, a man. hand clap wow, for all they of are the phenomenal. teachers. That Especially the administration. All of them are just so <laughs> great. And we're keeping Aaron on his toes, and Aaron's on allergy medicine right now, so he's he's, he's like running a little slower, but I'm yeah. sorry, Aaron. Sorry. But anyway, he, um, but these teachers, so I taught, that's what Brad and I started talking about, dealing with the unexpected. Some teachers did awesome some teachers did wonderfully great and they're like it was the hardest year that I've ever taught but I got so much out of it I got so much enjoyment out of it I got so much you know I feel so much better because I got to do all these new things and all this and then at the same time you turn around and some teachers are like I'm taking my retirement because I am one I am done I am one day over my eligibility for retirement and I am out of here I cannot st- stand this year I'm changing professions I'm and, it, and you it. know I think the thing we've learned in the culture we live in today is that we need to expect the unexpected and we think it's like our time you know like it's just for us you right. know, like it's nobody's just ever nobody's ever this. struggled with this before. But I was reminded of this. Christy and I were talking about this topic. And, uh, you know, there's no greater scripture than to define this than in James chapter four and verse 13. It says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will travel to this city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit there. For you do not even know what tomorrow will bring you. Come on, somebody give us a witness there. And uh, what your life will be, well, that's true. For you're, you are like a little vapor that appears and then vanishes away. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance, and all such boasting is evil. So it is a sin for the person who knows what to do and doesn't do it. And so in that passage of Scripture, man, Jesus is telling us way back when through the writer James that life is unpredictable. You don't and know for us long. to yeah, you don't know anything about it. And for literally. us to try to predict it is crazy, crazy, and a waste Insanity. of time. Um, and the Bible also says, you know, don't worry about what you shouldn't worry about. And I think when we do the unexpected, you get so caught up in worrying about what's going on. And and you've done these things where it talks about you can't get caught up in the whirlwind that's around you, the immediate whirlwind. You've just got to kind of let it calm and settle, and all the dust settle, and all the the wind settled down. And I think that um, 
if you look at the two contrasts last year when the pandemic hit and all the kids went home and the parents panicked because they were like, oh my gosh, what do we do with our kids and how do we get them through school and all this stuff. And I am one of those as a an educator. I'm mm-hmm. sitting here saying I panicked. I did not do the homeschooling well. Um but then the teachers came back and it was the same thing for them. Mm-hmm. It's all new. Well, and they too. were and they were in such a whirlwind that they were literally having to expect a new protocol every day. Right, and they didn't know what was going mm-hmm. on. Like the whole thing, like I said, you if if my child at the beginning of school, if my child went into the library or or they didn't go into the library, they brought a cart mm-hmm. in or whatever, and she touched a book, nobody could touch that book for two days. I yeah. think it was forty eight hours. It had to sit untouched. Before they would let another kid touch it because they, you know, and now the CDC says, well, it's not really yeah. transmitted like that and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you were talking about in Matthew 6, you know, it talks about who can add one inch or cubit to their height by worrying. And then it talks about how God takes care of the the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. And, you know, if he takes care of them, how much more will he take care of us? Because the unexpected is connected to worry. And so many people get caught up and and stress out and um, want to um, disengage when when the they unexpected shut they yeah, shut, they down. shut down when the unexpected happens. So that's an interesting thing. And we were we were just talking about that because the teachers have done a phenomenal job. The the superintendent, the the principals, and all involved in education have, have just adapted so well. Uh, talking about adapting, though, man, um, unexpected. You know you. You starting your year out at Family of Grace, the year of COVID. We started it out with big plans and getting ready to go into a capital campaign and doing significant improvements on both campuses at the north and the south. And and then all of a sudden COVID hits and we're not even at the campuses. And so, you know, we had a lot of adapting to do to virtual um virtual services and um, you know, not being able to come together at all. But, man, there were a lot of stores that had to adapt on the fly, and some did it very well, and others not so well. Right. Some of them never recovered. Some of them no longer exist. Some of them are much better, and people are like, oh, I never used that before. You know, this wasn't my go-to store before, but now it is because they they worked. They so I, I had well. to work with them during pandemic or whatever, and now they did so well, I just stayed with them. And then some stores are literally going under because they didn't yeah zoom zoom who before covid huh <laughs> right right my mom had never heard of zoom and now she's like oh are you having a real meeting with my my niece just got a job as a teacher and um and she had to do some stuff while i was visiting my family and and my niece said oh well it's not it's going to be a quick meeting and my mom's like oh are you zooming or are you going actually going in <laughs> and i literally looked at my mom and i was like you know what that means zooming that no, and rachel said no i'm going in i'm actually going to go see a person but wow. at the same time my mom just there's my the mom, unexpected my mom asking that question just it just Made threw me chuckle. off it, it really did make me chuckle because now it's such it's like a, a known verb you know everybody knows Zoom yeah so many so many people uh, adapted well and so man just shout out to all you business owners who had to make major changes on the fly and you know because of that unexpected happening and you know but it happens in everyday life but that's where God's really trying to get us to the place where we can be in the right position to receive what he would have for us and you know there were some things that we were forced to do that we went into reluctantly but then they're going to actually remain I mean there's good things you know um for instance we went to a um strictly virtual uh everybody was virtual service for what uh six eight weeks maybe a little bit more than that um 
a couple weeks ago, we just made it to being back for one year. Mm -hmm. One year. And so, but I mean, like no one was in the house except the the few worship team members in our our media team. Yeah, about six, eight eight weeks. And so. It wasn't even the whole team. It was like. No, there was like, like skeleton crew, absolutely. Like but but you know what's cool about that though? Uh, what remains is we actually just launched a complete virtual life group. Aaron, Bree, y'all been working on that with Pastor Lance, and you know because we picked up new family members that uh, are in other states and and have connected with our church through the virtual worship, and yeah. and we have a virtual. Uh, life group that no matter where you are in the world, nobody else will be meeting physically. And so you can be part of our ministry virtually and also, which is leading to a virtual campus. I mean, we, every week, if you log on and are part of our services, you know, we, we address you as a virtual campus because you are growing quickly and strong. And those are things that are going to remain, you know, it went from, uh, just being something you do to, man, this is the, this is a big deal and, and connecting. And so that remains, uh, the way we do our staff meetings are different because of, because of the unexpected happening. And so there's some good things that come out of it. They were like, oh, wait a minute. Because you learned in the We like, learned how like to zoom. Mom, yeah, we're zooming, zooming around. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it's good things that are lasting, I think. Um, but now there are also those things that, that did go back to normal or, or somewhat normal. And some people couldn't wait for that to happen. Absolutely. You know. Um, hugging. Uh, one of, hugging. One of the things is um, sitting in a restaurant. They wanted to mm-hmm. go sit in a restaurant. That was their big thing. You know, they hadn't, it, for some reason, eating out is so so common now, I guess. But you, when that was one thing that people were like, I haven't eaten in a restaurant in, you know, two months or three months or whatever. And people wanted to go do that. But another thing is coming back to church. It, it's normal. It's a big deal, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to go sit in a pew and, and see people around them, mm-hmm. see the people that they're used to seeing every week. But some people didn't. Some people are like, I really like being at home and, and, you know, Easter Sunday was like that. A lot of people came back for the first time Easter Sunday who had not been there. And then all of a sudden it's like a packed house. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Everybody's been home because they've been reluctant to come back to a packed house. And, and then it was packed. And so, so come on back. If you're in the area, come on back. It's leveled out now and our right. attendance is scattered out. But, but yeah, there's things that we couldn't wait to get back to doing. And I concur with that, Christy. But there are those things that, uh, man, it's just making us, it just made us better. The unexpected makes us better because it makes us have faith. Yes. And we know the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. And you just have to learn to just have the right attitude about unexpected. You know, don't panic, don't freak out. Don't. Now, I also want to say, say, and this is a shout out to Bree because it is, this is not, we're not talking about the unplanned. Bree cannot stand unplanned. Oh, gosh. Brie, like we talked about on our vacation, our our anniversary trip, we were just going to go. We, we were going to drive in. north, and we were going to go. And and Brie like had a small panic attack for us. She hyperventilated <laughs> for us. But here we are during we a great the show time. because she was like, I, I I could not do that. I need to know. And there's one thing about being planned and unplanned and unexpected. You know, things mm-hmm. happen that you don't expect. You can't plan for. That's what we're talking about. The things that you just have to adapt to. Now, being unplanned, as in vacation plans, I'm looking at Bree here, it's not the same thing. I mean, choosing not to, you know, not planning and, and your plans getting messed up or whatever might be unexpected, but not planning at all, that's different. And and I know that that stresses some people out. But even the people but who are great planners and great preparers. Have the unexpected. They have an unexpected. And, and they're probably the worst at it. 
Would you agree, Bree? You're the worst at the unexpected because you're the great planner. Well, yeah. I'm yes. a little useless. <laughs> That's the problem, yeah. I'm a little useless when like a plan goes astray. But I have learned and I am better You're welcome. now. <laughs> working at After this dealing church. With Brad. Working at this church has been um a great little help in that area. But I have to say, it is better now that I work with children a lot more. I don't I tend not to plan and I go in it with a little less of a plan because you just never know where you're gonna A little go. less structure. I have I have objectives and then however I reach those objectives, that's how it was a good Sunday. That's awesome. And and Bree, can I just say you would be so proud of us because on this family vacation, we know where we're sleeping every night. Oh that's so nice. We do. We do. Is that we not where? is that not a thing I have confirmation. No, um, that's awful. not always. Is that not no, normally we, no? We, we do. No, <laughs> nah. it's not. We not RV in a motor home. Lot. Yeah, you just RV, RV, take off. And oh, so that's a little different. You can go, and it, yeah, it's not like we are you trying know, to find a hotel the, room or something. Right, and out in the Yeah, rain I'm curious if y'all are just putting, you know, some some stuff into a stick on a plastic bag and then just kind of walking down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you never know. We're, we like to hook fin it every once in a while, right. just jump on a boat and go. Theoretically, we're, 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 uh, would be the glamping style of hook finning. Yeah, we like we do not camp. We like to glamp because we um, need certain amenities like running water. But anyway, the the AC. point is <laughs> probably more so than running water. Mm-hmm. AC is more important. Aaron's <laughs> like Aaron's water somewhere. Nodding his head. Yes, uh, we do live in. The so, Brie, you'd be so. proud of us. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Yes, we it have pl- happy. We have plans this time. So as we are out there, you know, I mean, living life and, and, you know, unexpected is happening in our life every day. And Jesus teaches us that he said, you make, you make these plans, you make these plans and you think you're going to do all this. And then boom, here's the unexpected, but in the unexpected, look for the blessing. Yes. Because God always shows up in ways that you could have never, ever understood. That is very true. And many times the unexpected is God's way of getting you to the place of his blessing because we have our strategy and, uh, man, we're getting ready for our summer series of sermons. And that's what it talks about is how do I get to the place? How do I get to the sweet spot where God would have me be because he is positioning us in the place where we can be uh, to receive his blessings and so many times God has to maneuver us out of the comfort place, out of our pathway, out of our own strategies, because our strategies are too small for what he has in store for us. I have a great example of that. Come on. My um, my brother, had um, he worked for the same company for years and years and years, and he um, was he was working, and the company suddenly downsized, and he lost his job. And very unexpectedly, very, it was a big, it was a huge shock. And while he went home, literally within the next week or within the next month for sure, but I think it was within the next week, um, because of certain circumstances that were happening, um, he was forced, and I'm using forced in in my little, you know, you can't see my little air quotes, quotes, but he was forced. We need an air quotes sound, Aaron. So in <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'll get right on that. Brad's gonna do our do our little air quote sound. But anyway, um he was forced to go to Hawaii to deal with a family member and he ended up spending a month in Hawaii and had he had his job, he could mm, not have done he would that. Have lost it, probably. Yeah. He he would have either had to give up his job or he would have had to have 
dealt some way because mm-hmm. um, this was years, you know, years past, and it was he did not have zooming, but. My point is that he was so devastated by this loss, and God was saying, okay, I'm going to help you get over it. He had no idea. He literally got to spend almost a month in Hawaii because of circumstances beyond his control. To take care of his family member. Right, to take care of the family member and to deal with situations over there and all that stuff. So um, God was blessing him, but he was so devastated by that loss, had he just gone into his little hole and refused to function and refused to deal with his family member and said, you know, somebody else has to take care of them or whatever. But he was in a position suddenly where he was like, okay, I can do this. I can, yeah. Mm -hmm, And he, mm -hmm. God bless him with Hawaii. Hello. The theological term for that is called providence. (laughs) <laughs> and it's, it means that word providence literally means to know beforehand. And it's like making a video and a movie of everything that's happening before it ever happens. And, and that's exactly what happened in God's, in God's providence. He rightly aligned that, uh, because then a lot of times you have to make that decision. Do I go, do I stay, do I quit my job? You know? And do so I go to the expense of having mm-hmm. someone else deal go, with it. Do I pay somebody else to deal with right. it? Right. Yeah, and so, man, in God's providence, he's always trying to get us to the proper place to receive his blessing. So right now, there may be some unexpected things that are literally unfolding in your life. And a good action step is to take a step back and say, okay, God, this is going to be cool. What are you up to? What are you up to? Yes. Yeah, what are you up to in my life? I remember when Christy and I first started dating, you know, of course, I'm a big planner, like vision and casting and all that. She's like, you want to hear God laugh? Just tell him your plan. So, (laughs) okay. Yeah, that's come true again and again and again. Well, yeah, we get ahead of God. And it's like, well, if you don't do it, and we've talked about this before, if it doesn't work out the exact way you planned it, then you're devastated or whatever. You just got to kind of learn to roll with it. But the other other side of that, there's people who never do anything because they can't make a decision. You know, but here's the one thing you need to remember is that you cannot steer a parked vehicle. You, you don't ever go anywhere. You can never maneuver it. But even if it's moving at the slowest speed, it's steerable. And so as you are moving in some direction, God can steer you. But if you are stationary and there's no wheels rolling, you are not going anywhere. Wow, that's deep. So get up, get to moving and let God do the steering. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Shout out to Carrie he, Underwood. He actually just did that in a microphone. Aaron, I did that. I'm going to need you to get faster on these. I got like auto tune that in the in the post. Oh, yes. come on, guys. <laughs> no, but I, I have to add to that. I think the best, I think something that you can look at that too is eventually your mindset kind of changes and, you know, you could be like me and like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Lord, why are you letting this happen? Or, you know, it's the third time you're going through this. That's something I expect. I'm like, okay, Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to make out of this. So right. You go from being fearful to, all right, I believe in you. Let's see what happens. But I think it's important that when it is over, you do go back and look and say, oh, God, this is how you use it. You know, like you, you can't just say, oh, thank God I did. I lived through it. Yes. But what lessons did I learn in it? Yeah. So that when it does happen again, like you said, the third time, you're, you're like, okay, God, yeah. you know. You're looking for it. Right. And and I, th- I don't think you can just brush it under the rug and say, oh, we lived through it. Let's never talk about it again. So are we talking about moving from panic to praise? Come on, somebody. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I mean, like if you're panicking, you know, because everything's unexpected and you panic. 
Whereas if you can move to that, you know, and everything give thanks, because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, which leads to, I know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So in Romans eight twenty eight, and so man, God is working. God is moving. He is in your life trying to get you to the place to receive the blessing. Right. But many of us would never go down that pathway. Voluntarily. Voluntarily. Planned. Like Christy, if it was up to me, we've never moved past. We never left the East Coast. Coast. <laughs> never would have. We'd all if it's up to me, yeah. we'd have never seen those beautiful waterfalls on our trip because you know I'm not a hiker. That's right. But we did. But we did it. We did it. We did it. Off the beaten path. God has to take us off the main highways to see the the majestic sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Most of the time. Because we don't live in Hawaii. <laughs> this is pretty majestic stuff in our life. If you want to send me to Hawaii, you'll <laughs> we'll be glad to go. <laughs> Just so she can, she can, and she'll do it this week if you need her to for you know podcasts or mm-hmm. um, Instagram pictures. Yeah. Just Bree, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. It makes me so happy that you'd be willing to take one for the team. I would. I would and take go to Hawaii. One yeah. And go to Thank Hawaii. you for doing that. So, guys, uh, going back, just circle back to that scripture in Matthew six. Jesus says, "The flowers of the field, the lilies, do not worry." And man, have you ever looked at how beautiful a lily is and how many different varieties of lilies there are? And, and he says, if they are arrayed in such splendor, how much more, if I take care of them, how much, and they're just here for a moment, how much more will I take care of you? And so God is trying to move in our life in a unique way. And many times it is, most of the time it is always in the unexpected pathways. That's right. So a guardrail always for me comes back to a good accountability partner. For somebody to always have your, you let them have your ear or vice versa and, and let them say, don't stress, just trust. Let's pray about what God's doing. Ask God to show you. And I want to wrap up with this too, because, you know, people say, well, you you can't ask God why, which I agree with that. Because when you ask God, why, why are you doing this? Why'd you let this happen? You're complaining. You're, you're disagreeing with God. But when you ask God, what it's a whole different context. So like if something happens in your life and it's unexpected, you you go to your father who he tells us to boldly come to him and to say, God, what are you doing? This is going to be cool. Show me what you're doing. Teach me what you're up to. That's a whole different mindset than God. Why did you let this happen? God, why did that take place? Yeah, I see definitely. you leaning in. Go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm totally agreeing with you with my head. Just not with my voice. <laughs> I'm not, I'm nodding. She was, I'm she nodding. was giving me an amen nod. Yes, so. I was nodding. I was, um, that's, I mean, you just have to. It's, it's all about your attitude, and it, attitude is so important, and it's so easy to get your attitude, like, messed up. Been out of shape. Yes. Um, Hijacked. When things don't go Conquered. your way, when you get what awakened by a bird beating on your window. <laughs> it's, it's, it's easy to get the wrong attitude. <sighs> yes, it is. Right from early in the morning, mm-hmm. but you have to remember that, you know. But you had a good husband who already had your coffee there. Uh, I did. Because. But I was so mad at the bird, I didn't recognize it. Because he brews. Stop it. Okay, Aaron. Oh my gosh. Aaron. Oh Aaron. You've got to just you just cut it off. <laughs> really? You come with me on your sound? You he does he brews and you did you come back that with mine. That was for him. That was it wasn't joke. a rim shot, that was crickets. Yeah, I mean that was that would be that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going with the want want want. Oh. That. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay, so it's time to say your thing and get out. Absolutely. So as you are out there in life, walking through the difficulties, leading your family through the unexpected, just remember that when life kicks you down, to expect the unexpected, stay humble, and hustle even harder. Nothing. No, no, nothing to follow. See you next week.